Hello, Wolves fans, and welcome to the Pack Mentality, a brand new Wolves podcast taking a sideways look at all things Wolverhampton Wanderers. A veritable cocktail of nostalgia, most likely some nonsense, all mixed in with the sprinkling of current affairs. I'll be your host, Scotty Kula of Musings from Molyneux, and I'm delighted to introduce a couple of new faces to the Wolves audio world in Tim Jones and Adam Whitehouse. Tim, start with you. Hello, Golly. How you doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, just kind of talk us through your, your history of, of supporting Wolves and, and, and what it's kind of meant to you, really, as, as part of your life. So for me, I'm like quite a lot of Wolves fans, really. I was born into it, you know, by genetics. My dad's a Wolves fan, my older brother's a Wolves fan, my granddad was a Wolves fan. So it's been all I've known since I was born, really. You know, I've got fond memories of my granddad sitting me down and, you know, pointing me through the, the great 50s team we've all heard about. And, you know, at that time he'd be, he'd be going through saying who plays for England. And obviously for us, when we were younger, it probably would have been about 99-ish. You know, Wolves players playing for England would have seen balls away. So, yeah, that... That seemed, that seemed quite surreal. Currently, yeah, I'm a season ticket holder in the North Bank. My second uh, stint as a season ticket holder. First one with Adam, actually, when, when we're in the South Bank. But yeah, now I've got older, I've, I've made the move over to the North Bank. Yeah, and I guess in, in terms of the three of us, kind of a, as a trio, uh, our experience is kind of running parallel with each other. We all went to school at the same time and, and we've probably got the same kind of um, memories of being a Wolves fan. Adam, coming to you now, what, what is it about Wolves that has kind of been so important to you growing up and how do you feel towards the club, really? Yeah, so um, I've been a Wolves fan for, I'd say properly for 20 to 22 years because, I mean, when you properly start going to games and witnessing live football, that's when you you really fall in love with the team. And I think um, Wolves, for me, my journey started, um, I'd say the two, 2001 2002 season properly. Um, oh, that, I think that was always, the one when that one always sticks in the memory, doesn't it? Yeah, the one when we got pipped by our uh, neighbours. But the the season after promotion under Dave Jones, that's the that's the one where a lot of people in their early 30s will probably pinpoint as the the kind of the kickstarter of their their love for the club. Um, All right, don't, don't age older. me. Don't age me, mate. I'm 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 only 29. Yeah. Well, you don't look it. Um, that was 0203 of the, the Dave Jones, wasn't it? That was the promotion um, season, yeah. Yes, yeah, season ticket holder in the South Bank for many years. Um, and then different life priorities, trying to save for a house. Then obviously we got taken over by Foson and season tickets were impossible to get. So um, I'm actually working at Molyneux now, so I get to watch my games for free. Like I said, it's not, this isn't going to be your typical Wolves podcast. It's uh, a little bit different in the sense that we're not going to be doing that a weekly cadence of match reviews and things. And, and to kind of set the scene and, and, and kick us off on our journey down a number of Wolves rabbit holes, probably, we, we're going to look to an era which, like I said, brings the three of us together um, in particular. And, and like many listeners, a well before Boson, before European football under the lights and before our Portuguese-led revolution, but the task we set out was simple. Name your ideal Wolves eleven from the myriad selection available to you before Wolves were taken over by Foson. Now, I didn't necessarily want this to be a Galacticos kind of thing. We're not just reading off, you know, the greatest players we've seen down the morning. This has to be a functioning team. If there are there are players that obviously overlapped between pre-Foson and, and the Foson era, really we're looking at their careers prior to that, etc. But I think we'll kick off obviously at the at the back end of the team, 
and um, we'll talk through our goalkeeper selection to begin with. And uh, Adam, I want to come to you first. Um, what are your memories of Wolves goalkeepers and, and who really sticks out for you as your selection? This was probably the position I would bet my mortgage on us all having the same selection. Mm. Yeah, that, I'm that confident on this one. Um, a few keepers do stand out um, over the years. Um, not always for like how good they are as a keeper, but just characters. Um, I remember Marcus Hanneman, for example, we went to school uh, very close to the training ground and we would often go down um, to watch the train. Back then it was a lot easier to get access to the training ground. Um, and Marcus Hanneman was a great guy. I remember him stopping to chat to us um, for quite a while. Some people like him, Michael Oakes. Uh, but my actual selection in my all-time 11 is Matt Murray. Oof. It has to be. It there has to go. be Matt Murray. I mean, if either of you have picked someone you know other than Matt Murray, I'm going to have... Um, you know what? The, the, the Marcus Hanneman thing, I just think it's so true. Like, one one thing that rings out to me, do you remember when he got so angry, he took the ball at the linesman? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. I do remember I think that. that was just classic. That was. What a guy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's some there's some good keepers that we down the years, but the best keeper that England never had in Matt Murray, that's, that's number one name on the team sheet for me. Tim, are you are you in agreement there? So yeah, I am. I am. Yes. So I've chosen Matt Marino for first time. I remember the first time I kind of saw him up close, and it was at a um, you know when like you're a kid in kids football and you have like little presentation nights. Yeah. And he 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 was like the person because like you know they used to get like people in didn't they to to, to present the trophies to the kids. And as was him the one time, and uh, I just remember obviously because I was a little kid at the time, and he was massive. I remember, you know, shaking his hand and like seeing him up close and it was ridiculous how big he seemed. And, you know, I think yeah. like, like like the memories he's given us, you know, the standout one is obviously the player final, isn't it? Um, yeah. The, the 2003 player final with the penalty save and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's just a shame that he played so, so few games, really. For, Did he play, he played the first game Blackburn away? I think we got hammered 5-1, five five one, one. was it? Or something yeah, like that. And then um, that did one. he get injured in that game or was it? after that um it might have been but that was his only taste of Premier League football and how sad does that yeah. sound like what a 5-1 spank into Blackburn yeah, Black <laughs> we've been waiting all those yeah. years for a Premier League game in the, in the first instance one of my yeah. favourite memories of memory was the 1-0 home win against the Albion um, and I just remember the onslaught um, Diamante Kamara just constantly threw on goal. He was saving everything. He was a man-mountain. He was unreal that season, to be fair, and part of the reason why we ended up finishing the playoffs full stop, I think. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to have to make it a full house, to be fair, boys. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gone with, with the big man himself as well. I, I did think about it um, quite long and hard, though, because if, if I was to call out the three keepers that probably stick in my mind, they're all academy players as well, which I thought was a really nice thing to... Don't to, say Wayne Hennessy. I think, oh, no. No, I think Carly Carl Keem and I think Wayne Hennessy, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they were probably the three best keepers that we've had at the club in our lifetime. So now I, I, I appreciate your, your, your angst around... Prefos, prefos and you're saying there, just to clarify, because, I mean, Jose Savary, Patricio, there. I mean, the, the context is already there, Adam, with that, to be honest. But it's I just think you shouldn't discount those two players because they were both good, solid goalkeepers. Hennessy, probably the best with the ball at his feet, um, played for the longest time in the Premier League at the top level for us in that time as well. Um, yes. But I think 
Murray stirs the emotions for us a little bit, and, and as much as Akimi does with the way his career ended as well. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Akimi got a mention because um, yeah, he, he's a um, great servant to the club, and obviously the stuff with the leukemia and that just it's just he's just in everyone's hearts, isn't he now? So um, I do think, unfortunately, probably the the best keeper out of the three was probably Hennessy. To be honest, I think if you look at the actual quality of the keepers, I mean, I, I don't want it to be. I want it to be Matt Murray as well. But I think the actual best keeper is probably Wade Hennessy, but he ain't making my team, no way. If you do think about Hennessy, I'm sure there might be a clip out there on YouTube somewhere, but he had a real knack for getting beaten by absolute worldies. And I think there's a there's a YouTube reel somewhere that is like all the best goals that Wayne Hennessy's ever conceded. And there's some seriously good goals on, on yeah. that compilation. He was good at kicking, like you mentioned that, actually. That was like one thing that for some reason the Wolves keeper could never kick. But Matt, Matt, yeah, Murray, Matt, Matt Murray couldn't kick, could he? But my, my, I don't know about you, but my team's playing out from the back, so I'm not asking Matt Murray to boot. Oh, that's fine. 90, that's 90 fine. yards away, we can just <laughs> keep it nice and short. Talking of playing out from the back, you need you need some defenders in there to to make that happen. And we'll go with kind of the lineup. I mean, you don't necessarily have to reveal what formation you're playing, Tim. If, if you want to talk us through from right to left, who who you've got in place? Yeah, I was in in terms of. Uh... How many defenders? I was considering going for a five at the back as kind of a little nod. I thought it would be quite nice to have a little nod to the Fosun era while picking uh, you know, the, the, the pre-Fosun players. But I think, to be honest, in, in terms of centre-backs, you know, pre, pre-Fosun, I think we were lacking in the numbers, particularly that gave me um, you know, some, some memorable moments. So I've, got, so I've gone for four at the back. With my right back, now this guy really truly was Mr. Consistent. You know, he, he was he was player of the season, which was his which was his biggest year for us in the promotion year under Mick McCarthy. I think in terms of modern football, I don't think he ever really crossed the halfway line, to be honest. But you know, other than that, I think uh, in terms of like one-on-one situations and stuff, he was just, you know, he was so calm and he was I don't think in the championship I, I bet I bet like he had less take-ons than Van Dyke. You know, in that season, I think he was he was really impressive, and that is Kevin Foley. Yeah, that's my right back. I think you know I have, I have fond memories fond memories of that season in particular. You know, we were like what were we seventeen? Really, must have been. Probably, yeah, yeah, would it be seventeen-ish? Like yeah. yeah, so yeah, good good memories of Foley. My centre backs was tricky, really. I mean, there's some there's some again in terms of picking who are the best centre backs we've ever had as players is a question, but for me, one of them is a guy that, he's, he, in terms of quality of centre-backs, you know, he's not going to be up there. But in terms of, you know, a local lad who is a captain of the club for a season, it's got to be say you are, Seriously? It's got to be. It's no got to be, mate. I'm amazed, genuinely. Because that, that League One season, you know, I think really, obviously, it, it, was, it was horrible, wasn't it, going down to League One? Yeah. But I think a lot of Wolves fans now almost have a soft spot for that for that year, really. And, you know... He, he was the leader of it, ultimately. So he was the leader of it, and he was a local lad. I just think, how good is that? You know, Wolves are at the lowest point that we've seen in our lifetime, and the guy who is leading us back is someone that, you know, that, that's, that's from the area. So for me, that's why he's in there. Uh, the other centre-back, his centre-back partner, is the one Jody Craddock. <laughs> he's been pretty much, I think, all our secondary school time. Jody Craddock was, was a centre-back, was a centre-back at the club. You know, he was... He was a no-nonsense defender, you know, popped up with a few goals um, here and there. Most of them probably headers. Obviously, the memorable volley in the cup, which which I think some people uh, rate, rate higher than others. That's the best goal I've seen live. No. What yes. pre-Fosun, yeah? No, no, that, that stand still stands as the best goal I've seen live. <laughs> no, it's unbelievable. 
unreal. I'll put any keeper in goal for that. It ain't saving it, are It was a good volley. It was a good volley. It was unreal. You know what? As, as I was thinking of a team, like when, when I think of a few players, I think of stuff like that, like that goal. And I'd have to get YouTube straight away just to remember what that goal was like. And that was yeah. that was definitely one of them that I, that, that I had to look up and watch it. It was such a, you know Rapid what? It was such a clean league. Made even better, it was Jody Craddock. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's why he's in there. And then left back, this was a tricky one, actually. But I've gone for George Yelikobi. He's a bit of a cult hero, really. I think of our time, again, particularly when we were at school again. Cult hero, yeah. was part of the team that got promoted. The whole Mick McCarthy's body double classic, classic moment. <laughs> the, the, header, the header against Man United was a, you know, in... in in that, I think it was a two-one win, was it? You know, and he scored, he scored a goal in there. So, yeah, Tim, that's Tim, my back four. Tim, I, I, I feel like I can say this to you at this point. I, I feel like you've gone with your heart over your head in this in this backline selection. If I'm honest, I wouldn't mind facing up. Yeah, I, don't, I think my team might fancy fancy a goal. Pick. My team might fancy a goal at your defense. Yeah, it's, be, it's because you'll pick you'll pick a you know probably a, a football manager ready eleven. That is a uh, tactically compatible. Isn't that what football's about? Yeah. Yeah, I know, but come on, mate. If 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 you haven't got Elikobi in there, then there's something wrong here. Well, I'd, it I'd depends t- how you look. It depends if you look at it as your best eleven that you enjoyed watching, or your best eleven to beat another team. Those four, that, those four defenders I've just played are the four defenders that have given me the best moments as a Wolves fan in my lifetime. Is what I would say. I can't, well, we can't argue with that. Then that is entirely subjective, and that's that's your feeling. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it. Yeah, just a quick uh, recap. The back four was so my back um, four from right to left was Kevin Foley, Jody Craddock, Tani Ba, and George Elikobi. Kevin Foley's doing a lot of the work. Golly, can't yeah. wait to say his four. Can he really? But, he's, um, he's, he's what's wrong with that? The work. I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. You you enjoy it. You like it. I'm no, come on, criticise me, Golly. Who, uh, who, who, who you're not happy with? I just, I mean. There might be all right as a backs to wall kind of, you know, heading the ball away, getting, you know, dealing with crosses and stuff like that. But it's uh, leaving a little bit to be desired in the football front if I'm not being told yet. But, you know, okay, we're, here to, we're here to put our opinions out there for people to, to, to listen to. So we'll, we'll leave it at that with that one and uh, we'll move on to Adam next. But I can't necessarily argue with your, your thoughts and feelings, um, especially if uh, you know, these players pull on the heartstrings uh, somewhat, which, which is... It feels like they do. Um, but I don't like your condescending tone there. Is really. that, I, I, I don't feel like there's any tone. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just happy to listen to it. Um, Adam, are you gonna are you gonna correct us, get us back on track here, or, or what have you got? Yeah. So I actually had to change my lineup today because there was a bit of a loophole that I thought I'd found um, because we agreed to do a pre-Foson 11 uh, of our lifetime and I sneakily put Connor Cody and Matt Doherty in there. Uh, We've all agreed that that's kind of classing as a Foson uh, team now because they weren't actually that good, were they really, under... um, Kenny Jacket. There's and, an argument uh, that Connor Cody wasn't even a defender, really. Um, well, he was signed as a centre mid, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he did play a few so years right back, though, didn't he? He did. He yeah, did. again, not great. So, yeah, so I'm not, I've changed my line up there. So, in my 11, I'm going with a back four, and I'm actually going to double down on uh, wow. Tim's selections. Yeah, and I can, I can see you grimacing there. Um, so, I am going with right back, Mr. 7 out of 10. Fans player of the season, uh, 2008, uh, I think. Fact check me. Uh, Kevin Foley, right back. Um, he did play a grip of games for us and he was always consistent. He didn't really have a bad game. So that's my right. He's a no brainer. He's a no brainer. Yeah. 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 Um, Centre back partnership, though, it's 
not got Danny Barr in it. Right. I kind of see where you're coming from with that selection, but no, I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. He wasn't even in the in the debate for me. Um, I've got Jolene Lescott, similar to Matt Murray in the sense that he got injured in the Prem and never got to show what he could do for Wolves. He went on to play for Everton, City, and did prove himself. So as a Wolves player, we all saw the potential um, and he was a great centre-back, I think, um, for his limited time with us. Partnered by the one Jody Craddock. He used to be and now he's all right walking in a crowd at Wonderland. And left back, do, 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 Georgie Yellow, Kobe. You've got to have him. Big George. I don't understand this. You've got to have him thing. Like, it's because oh, it's, you know what? Because I, it's I just, George. I just dread to think when Gully gives us his left back and then gives us his, I don't know, progressive passes per 90. No, no. Use that as a reason. It's to... not even that. It's not even <laughs> that. But I mean, maybe, maybe our time. Supporting a genuinely good football team has coloured our opinion of what's happened before a little bit. I mean, Gully, you're already the enemy of this podcast if you hating on George Elikobe. I'm not hating on him. I just don't think he deserves a spot on his team. And that's two different things, if I'm being honest. If Are you going to give me a chance to defend myself here? Cause I, I, I mean, yeah, so go for it, Gully, because you've obviously got a superiority complex going on. Well... Safe to say that there's a there's an absolute banker at right back. Full house again, Kevin Foley. Can't argue with that whatsoever. But probably one of the most the best all round footballers I think we had around this time. You know, we ended up playing in midfield uh, in the Premier League and things. Yeah. And, and doing it's like a how Philip Lahm. It, it, that's literally what you know the kind of pound shop Philip Lahm kind of thing. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like just 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 a tidy ass footballer. Really, really good. I think I think Lescott's a glaring miss for you, to be honest, Tim. Glaring, just what a player. The best academy product we've had at the club that we can probably recall. It's got yeah, agree, Rob, yeah. Robbie Keane that was slightly before our time, really, in terms of watching him in his, his, his full flow. But Lescott was just a Rolls Royce man. What a player. I agree that he's the best academy player we've had ever in our lifetime. You know, we, well, definitely in our lifetime, there's one Premier Leagues and yeah. stuff. But we said just that we that Hennessy was a better keeper than Matt Murray. But we didn't pick him, did we? I didn't say that. No. Just to, I'm just pointing that out there. I don't agree with that. All round game, maybe. All round game, maybe. But in terms of pure goalkeeping, you know. He, but so so far, Gully, you've had you know this, two of the same players as me. So I'm waiting on this. Okay. Um, well, the, the other half is, is is most definitely nothing like um, either of yours, to be honest. Um, like we said, we we struggled with centre halves. I think we've not always had um, the pick of the bunch as you'd say. But there was a player that came to Molyneux for a short time. No, he wasn't there for, for too long. Rogers Johnson. No, I just imagine. imagine. That clip of him um, backtracking against the IR Tour, they came up on you know the other day, I think. I uh, still reference that now when I play yeah. football and someone's jockeying someone. <laughs> I'm like, he's not your go team! <laughs> it's so funny. A player that actually got called up to an England squad during his time at Wolves as well. Can you name him? Centre back, uh, stumped, aren't we? I think. Yeah. Michael Mancian. There we go. He's got it. Well, no, 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 I considered it. Gully, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I considered it Class. when he was on loan that season. He was amazing. Class player. He Class won every player. ball. He swept up everything. He was great. With the, when Mick McCarthy tried to turn him into a midfielder, he killed him. But centre off. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, where is? Did he go to Hamburg or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he ended up in Germany. Ended up did in we Germany. sign him? Yeah. Did we actually sign him permanently? We, we signed him for like two and a half years on loan, I think. Something like that. 
okay. Yeah, we couldn't agree an actual deal, could we? I don't think. No. Funny story. I once saw him on Christmas Eve doing some late Christmas shopping in Primark in All Saints. This sounds like the start wow. of a dodgy story. Right, he's in Primark. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that what happened. <laughs> I know. I just watched him from the park. He kind of looked like a girl. To be fair. That sounds worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just he watched did have a Primark from afar. <laughs> that is weird, really. He um, <laughs> he did have a slight a slight frame for, for a centre half, though, didn't he? Yeah. He was um, he was quick and he could jump and just a good player. He's a really good no, player. Man, yeah, I actually, Next, I actually, as, as much as I want to, I I, I actually um, I can't disagree with him. Well, you know, not all centre. He's not quite. He's have... not quite Craddock. He's not quite Craddock, but he 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 was in my uh, thoughts. I mean, I I even thought about Gary Breen to be fair. Like he, he oh, please. Yeah. Exactly. To round off to round off my back four. And that, I think this is gonna split opinion down the middle. I've actually gone for Lena either. Yeah, I thought you would. Did you? Okay. All right. Yeah. Fine. Naila, I thought, was unfairly scapegoated basically his entire time. And was a really reliable player generally. Had a little bit going forward, scored some good goals, free kicks and things. Lest we forget, went on to play Champions League football at, City, at Celtic. Um, was on the verge of an England call there as well, from what we recall. So I'd feel like he's the best option. I, I have a I have a soft spot for Lino there because as a kid I was left back, so yeah. I always I always had a soft like you know like a little soft spot for Lino. But he's no George Kobe, is he? Let's be honest. No, he's a better player though. He's just he's fundamentally a better footballer. Is he though? He is. If what? Because he played for Celtic. No, I thought. I just thought. I thought he was good at Wolves. I, I honestly thought he was good at Wolves. And if you got again, this is another problem position for us. It's to the extent where we had to have Stephen Ward playing, you know, left back for the longest time. We haven't got many good left backs. Scott Goldborn, I remember when he when he signed, we were like, oh my god, a tidy left back, like. Yeah, Gully, you know what? I've got, like, as part of my team, I've got some um, honourable mentions, and Scott Goldborn's in there because I remember when we signed mm. him, it was like. Our first ever left back I'd seen that had ability going forwards. Exactly. He's a good yeah. player. Before, before that, we hadn't had someone that would like, you know, what? My left back takes in the plane and can cross a ball in. That was like unheard of that someone could, you know, that a left back could possibly do that and, for us. And with that, you've just killed off your own choice. Um, but well, never mind. Never I mean, you scored goals against Man United, but yeah, okay. let's, 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 okay, let's see yeah. that go behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move on to the midfield, the, the engine room with the side? Again, another area that I think there's a lot to debate. I can't, I can't imagine we're in agreement in this space. I think there's going to be a lot of variety in this. There's a player that I went straight to. I think he might have actually been the first or second name in the whole eleven that I put down. I've got okay. two bankers in the midfield. I've got two bankers that I think two. everyone's going to have. Okay, so if you if you go first, then then we can agree or not. So I have tried to slightly cheat here. So I've I've got four at the back. Oh, I'm sorry, four four across the midfield. So two wingers, two centre midfielders. But I have tried to slightly cheat with playing one of them on the right, but I'll try and get it past you when I get there. So firstly, left midfield, I've got Bakary Saka. Nice. Again, I think he's iconic, really. I was there. I was there for his, his, his debut, if I remember. Well, it, it was the first game I saw him. It was against Northampton away in the Cup. Yeah, I, mean, I, was there, was that right? I was there. I was there. Oh, you there with the Adam? Yeah. And I remember because George Margarita was in the crowd, remember? He's in the away. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the oh, yeah. end, yeah. yeah. And Sacco, I, th- I think he only came on as a sub. 
Yeah. And he just got the ball straight away and just leathered it one towards the he goal. Just, flew in. He just sm- smashed it in, didn't he? He just smashed so it, it was, I was it like, was oh, a, right, okay. Yeah, three-one win, wasn't it? And um I think that was the I think Frank Nublay scored in that one. That was that was the oh, start Jesus. of that. He tried to that wow. stupid clack thing that he tried to start. Whatever that <laughs> he was. Made your team. But yeah, um and that's my striker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no Sacco, yeah, with that, that game, Tim, you're all right there. That that, that was, was just first. like, it was kind of like, right, okay then. So we've got someone that now can I just, again, like I'm not sure if it's just a, a, a been a negative fan, but I, but I feel like at Wolves for a long time, we had we had a period where we had no players that could score a long-range goal. <laughs> there was, I there felt, was. I felt like we never saw any long-range bangers, really. That was but, like yeah. super power, though, to be fair. Yeah, like he came, he used to golf goal from everywhere, didn't he? And, so just before you finish that, you actually saw Razak Bukhari playing with Leicester. Yeah, rare, yeah, rare yeah, appearance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. he scored that game as well. I can't remember. Yeah, Razak Bakari. He was meant know. to be like the next best thing, wasn't he? But... He was meant to be better than Sacco, apparently. Nah, yeah. mate. Nah, he's 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 not in my eleven either. But he, you know, from then I think he was, you know, of of the team he was in, he was like our maverick, wasn't he? He was so good. And if you look at his goal, like I actually looked up how many goals he scored for us. I think he had like one in three, or almost one in three, while he was playing for us, which really. You know, from from left midfield is is ridiculously good, isn't it? You know, yeah, we're, and we're used to those kind of ones from our strikers, really. So it was, yeah. You know, he was he was class. So yeah, that's why he's left midfield. Um, moving across, I've got, I think, really this guy. I, I don't know. Like when when I used to watch him, it kind of felt like Wolves' answer to Frank Lampard. Really, it felt like he used to score all the time. It's Dave Edwards. Hmm. What? No. I'll explain. He was. He. I had to. I think. was expecting, like you know, sounds of agreement to come after that. Not. Oh, you. You've not. But as I said, you're, you're putting him in the center. Are you putting him in the center? You say. Yes, center midfield. Yeah. In the four-four-two. Yeah. yeah. So that's the goalie football manager. You. That's just going to uh, open. Up I mean, gaps, my, isn't it? David doesn't really come anywhere near my team. Like. Period. I mean, that's harsh. That's harsh. You. I had to. I tried to fit him into my team, and I had to drop a player that I'll mention later. And I couldn't drop that player, so he couldn't get. So that meant Edwards couldn't get in. I, was, I just think he's iconic. He's iconic, Dave Edwards. He, he's, I mean, for me, he had one spell in the team where he was a good player, and that was it was under Kenny Jacket. He was playing just behind the striker. I won't mention the names because I know maybe one of these players might be in this one's team. But we had a really good team when we just got back up from League One, and he's he's playing in behind, um, you know, a good front line, a decent midfield, you know, in behind him. Beyond that, I really just didn't think he was ever an effective player for us, honestly. No, he used to score some tidy goals on the Prem. Do you remember the one against City? Yeah. yeah, Mm. As it it came across the box to him. That was such a good goal. He used to pop up with so many goals. Well, I thought he did. And then I actually checked his goal-scoring record and he had one season where he scored double figures. In my head, he used to score loads every season. And everyone would call him a goal-scoring midfielder. He breaks into the box, mate, like one goal. Oh, yeah, he was basically Frank Lampard. What are you watching? <laughs> you might as well call him Dendonka. That's what oh, he does, God. apparently, doesn't he? But so that's Dave Edwards. So anyway, I think we're all in agreement on that then that he should be there. Um, <laughs> so was he one of your bankers? Thing. Was he one of your bankers? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Yeah, he was, mate. I no. thought he was iconic. The next one, you know what? I can already tell by the fact I've chosen Danny Bath that this one is going to get a, you know booze all round. But again. I think he was the leader of the club at a time where in our life oh, we've no. had one of the most successful periods, really. And I think he compliments Dave Edwards quite well. Again, he's also a you know a man from from the area. I think his iconic his iconic moment to me would have been the winner at Charlton 
if yeah. you remember, assisted by that, that was that was a, the game another... that had two of the best goals yeah. of Wolves goals ever from me from me back play. Exactly, assisted assisted by the the, the other star striker at that time, Kevin Kyle. What a cross yeah. that was! And so, so my <laughs> choice is Carl Henry. By the way, an infinitely better footballer than Dave Edwards. Good player, no, yeah, very good player. I think he was a good player. At least he's a centre mid. What? So what's Dave Edwards? I wouldn't class Dave Edwards as a centre mid. What is he? Attacking midfielder that doesn't actually score that many goals. It's basically a player you want to have zero responsibility but get on the end of crosses and that's about it. I think I think you two are very harsh here to Dave Edwards. Sorry, Dave. Very harsh. Hope, hope he's not listening. I considered putting him in, like I say. I'm not I'm not against the idea. I just don't I would have had to change formation to get him in basically, and I I didn't want to drop a winger. Yeah. Okay. Go on then. Let's, yeah. let's round it off. And then my right midfielder, again, I feel like I've slightly cheated here, but this is the player who I think, you know, because obviously like um, people say that when we had Traore, you always knew what he was going to do. Obviously get, get to the byline and try and whip it in. And I think this player kind of falls into that category that everyone knew what he was going to do, but it was unstoppable at the time. And while playing for us, he got an England cap. So my right midfielder, is Matt Jarvis right? I see what you I see what you mean because he played left, didn't he? You played left, but he's right footed. I'm thinking it can work to get Saka in. I'm willing to get him on the right. I always remember watching him play on the right and just thinking he just looked really uncomfortable. You know, his his ability to go both ways when he had the ball was probably what helped him out. He came to beating yeah. fullbacks, but I mean, yeah, yeah, he was he, so fast, wasn't he? As a player, you can't argue with his improvements. He actually scored eight goals for us in the Premier season as well. He was unbelievable the season yeah. we went down. Which is a lot, isn't it, if you think about it? Really good. But that oh. was the first, that was also the, f- the first player. I mean, was, was Mancien's cap when he was at Wolves, got it? He didn't get a cap, he got called up. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. That, but yeah, that was, so then I'm, I think I'm right in saying that that was the, the, the first player in our lifetime to get a he was. cap, wasn't it? Since, since Steve. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was good, what, seeing that on TV, that was like... So again, another, another iconic thing for me, for me really, yeah. to, to finally, you know... Kind of linking back to what I was saying earlier, after watching my granddad point, point out to all these Wolves players that, you know, were regulars for England, to actually finally see a Wolves player who I knew play for England was a, was a good moment, really. So, yeah, that's yeah. my that's my midfield four. So, it is on the left, Bakary Sacco, with a centre midfield partnership of Dave Edwards and Carl Henry. And then on the right of midfield, Matt Jarvis. Adam, have you, have you matched up anywhere with, with the team um, on that one? I've only got one player the same. Okay. And I'm looking forward to uh, explaining mine. Um, I just want to say, Tim, did you say earlier that your team was the answer? That was in our WhatsApp group, so. wasn't it? It was in our WhatsApp. Yeah. So oh, earlier, yeah. earlier on today, you, you were worried that we'd all have the same team, and your team was the right one. Um, I'm, I'm starting to join Gullies. Uh, I've got, I've got strong mid-table championship vibes from Tim's team. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't see. It. Getting a playoff place, Tim. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think they're maybe going about the right way. I'm not. Would Would Danny Bath say, for example, be in my best team I've ever seen, as in the best players? Maybe not. But in terms of what he's done for Wolves in my lifetime, yeah, he'd be in there. Yeah, but then surely you've watched and enjoyed watching better centre mids than Carl Henry. I think yeah, he's, well, an, he's an effective player, though, isn't he? But Adam, your you, you, your opportunity to yeah to put him right yeah, well, okay. is here for you. So let's... right. Let's get on with it. So I'm going to start off with the player. That Tim, what shape? What shape? Uh, had the same. By the way? Well, so it's a four-four-two. 
But really, it's 4-2-2-2 because my wingers are going to be very far forward. They're not going to be doing much uh, much tracking back. 4-2-2-2. Um, so why, yeah. So it's four, by, by two Ralph midfielders, Rangnick, yeah. Two wide attacking uh, players uh, and then two strikers. So left wing, uh, you've got... Bakary Sacco. I mean, he's his goals and assists as well. You, people will think, oh yeah, because he did it in League One. He did it in the Championship before we got relegated, and the season we came back up. He he did it consistently. He was I just unstoppable. It, I think this, that season he finished seventh in the jacket. He was basically a Premier League player. I think. Yeah, his left foot was just a rocket, and you you were just always willing him to just have a shot. He obliged to so, yeah. as well. You know, he would just hit yeah. that ball. He was he was one of those players where he wouldn't try that hard. He wouldn't track back. He wouldn't really do that much all game. And he probably was starting to annoy a few people. Yes. But he'd score that goal in the 70th minute with it wonder goal. And then he'd be like, well, he's done his job, hasn't he? So yeah, Sacco, uh, left wing. Uh, centre midfield. The name that I put down first on my team sheet, actually was second. Uh, my, one of my strikers was first. Is Saya George Olifignana? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, we'll get onto it. We'll get onto it. Uh, Saya yeah. Olifignana is an absolute powerhouse. He's almost like, I would say, he was like an, an early championship Yaya Torre. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's no. Like, he's like Yaya Torre if you ordered it off Wish. <laughs> For God's sake. Roger Johnson, watch out. <laughs> Yeah, Alifignano is class. He scored goals. Good player, yeah. he, the tackles he used to put in, the passing—he was just a machine, an and engine. Went, went on to play Premier League football as well. Was that with Hull? Was it Stoke first? I think, and then then Hull. Yeah, yeah great player. Um, partnered by Alex Ray. Okay, Alex Ray. Yeah, well, I, I just. Yeah, I loved Alex Ray. Um, and what, he scored one of my favourite ever goals. Was it the Bolton? Was it Bolton away? Bolton was it? away, um, yeah. I might be wrong there. Yeah, yeah that bad. goal. Oh, my life. I mean, we didn't score many goals in that season. So that, that was a highlight. So Alex Ray, Olifignana, centre mid. And right wing, Michael Kiteley. Um, you don't like him, but oh, man. He, was, he was a player. He was a good player. He, Left on bad terms, didn't he? That season in the championship, I swear he got like 18 or 19 assists or something like that. It was it was unreal. But it, um, didn't we sign him for was it 26,000 pounds or something ridiculous like that from yeah. Gray's Athletic? Yeah, yeah. 25 grand. I don't know why yeah. I added a grand on there. But 25 grand to do what he did for us. He was just a great player. I, I just think I had, I, that was the player I would have had to drop to put Edwards in um, as an attacking midfield centre. Um, so it, I, I went with Kiteley in the end. So four uh, midfield, four of Sacco and Kiteley um, on the wings and Ray and Olifignana in the middle. I think Ray's a shout, to be fair. I think yeah. Ray's a good shout. There was that Bolton goal and there was, was it Reddy in, in the playoffs when he scored yeah. that? Yeah, Ray was wasn't a, Ray was an underrated technical player, I think, as well. He was a better footballer than you probably remember. He was a bit of a passion merchant, but also a decent player. Yeah, yeah. So, I do mean, you have any arguments with that, um, either of you? Well, I, I know Tim does, but Gully, what do you think? I think you'll you'll understand where I'm not going to argue with you as we finish up. Um, mostly dependent based on the shape of my team, to be fair. But yeah, I, I think you you're a lot closer to where I would go than Tim. So. 
Not that I'm the <laughs> not, that, not that I'm the standard bearer here. It's it's just it's just like yeah. In terms just because Gully's got a tactics board doesn't mean he knows what it was on about. <laughs> I mean, Gully does make it to 2050 on Football Manager every year, and <laughs> every true. single player that ever lived is now a regen. Um, I saw a regen so that yeah. was 37 years old on my game today. <laughs> I mean, that's it all. <laughs> um, so I've actually gone for a, a three-man central midfield. Oh, okay. Nice, nice kind of mixture of players. I'm baffled that none of you picked this guy, honestly. But the base of it for me, probably the the best kind of technician we've had in central midfield since we supported the club. Obviously, during the era we're referring to was Kevin McDonald. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'd written McDonald down and crossed him out. Mm. So I'm, I appreciate the decision really. Me and my brother used to call him like he was like Azidan. The way what? the way he used to play, he was so good. He was so graceful for his size, and he just had the ball under pressure and just worm his way out of situations. And like again, I don't think we've had a midfielder like that before. He turned up. I do think I do think that your team is completely different to Tim's because I, Tim's gone for players that he has emotional attachment to and you've gone for players that would Tim's, win a football match. Tim's gone for passion FC, hasn't he? Um, I'm putting on the yeah. heart strings <laughs> Yeah, so two players either side of him. Just to the left, actually. I've gone for David Jones. Mm. I, I, thought, mainly I because mean, he scored that amazing free kick. Was it Stoke opening day of the season? He did, he did. Something. But my abiding memory of David Jones was um, when... We were in that first season back in the Premier League. He wasn't in the team probably for the first half of the season. Then Amelia tended to be selected over him. And we changed the shape, went with the third midfield. And Jones came in and transformed that season. Like we, we went on a really good run of form. That goal against Tottenham, where we made about 35 yeah. passes before he finished it off. And it, you know, he was totally central to that. And was that the was that the one that um, Adeline Guediora was just tearing the place Yeah, to yeah. Him and Guediora joining the club and just really changed the dynamic of the midfield. We had Kevin Doyle up top who was, you know, fighting about six defenders off at once. But he just Classic gave goal. us a... Classic goal, that Tottenham goal. And I don't know if you remember, but remember you came round to my house and we watched West Ham away. Yeah. 3-1, yeah. yeah. I think it was. Jarvis Zubar, scored a great goal Zubar in that Zubar one. Zubar scored well. Zubar scored, but David Jones set up two of them that day. So... Just, I've got really good memories of, of him uh, featuring in that midfield for sure. I've got, um, no, I've got no problems. I've got no problems with either of them. They're both in my uh, honourable mentions column. So okay. go on then. What's your third? Well, my third was actually Big George. Say George Olapinana. I, I, I did. I did love. I did love him. I did love him honestly. And we had that. E- what was it? Yaya Torre. No, he was Yaya Torre off wish. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that that third central midfield there. Uh, He's the one that's going to get into the box and maybe score a goal, but also has the technical ability that I think someone like Edwards lacked and a little bit of class to him as well. So I feel like that's quite a time yeah. to feel. I'm interested to see what you've gone for up front because you've, you've gave yourself the extra player there, haven't you? Um, I have. And without further ado, we'll, we'll move on to the forward line. You've gone for the old, old-fashioned strike pairing, I take it. 4-4-2, mate. Passion four, FC four, has four. to play a 4-4-2, four, four, don't four, they? Four. Mike Bassett over here. Passion FC has to play a 4 4 2. It's just how it is. True. Hit the channels. <laughs> hit, the, hit the channels. <laughs> Hold it up. So, first striker was from the 2003 kind of era. 
and a bit, I think a few seasons before as well. But yeah, the, the promotion season that was around 2003, 2002, whenever it was. Two memorable goals stand out particularly. So obviously we had the, we had the promotion with him and two memorable goals, one being in the playoff final where it kind of span off his shin. The other one being, he of course scored against Man United in our 1-0 in our win, 1-0 mm. win in, our, in our season in the Prem. So the first striker is Kenny Miller. Yeah, he, he was one of the first names that I looked at. Yeah, I mean, it just shows how far we've come as a club that when he scored that winner against Man United, it was all over the paper. Um, they probably made a DVD about it. And it was like a, a massive, massive yeah. deal, wasn't it? I mean, they had a better, better team uh, back then in for Alex Ferguson and whatever. But it just shows that now we've, the goal the other day, Matinho's goal. And yeah, it was a nice win at Old Trafford. And, and that's obviously even harder than doing it at Molyneux. But it's almost like, yeah, whatever, a, we'll move it's on. All, it's Whereas also to the, do with the Kenny the way, Miller one. Yeah, the way the games went. You know, we totally deserve to win that game um, this season. But yeah, that, oh, we got battered from what I remember. That Michael was the Oates. only real, real chance, wasn't it? Yeah, Michael did West Oates. Brown slip? Yeah, Michael Oates was unreal that day, from what I remember. Um, yeah, and West like, Brown slipped to letting Kenny Miller in. That was it, pretty yeah, much. So, so, so. But for yeah, that moment, you're right. I think you know, before then, that was obviously our first experience in the Premier League for 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 us three. Yeah. And then through that season to beat to beat Man United one 0 who obviously at the yeah. time weren't the Man United they are now, were they? Do you remember it was on it was on that Prem Plus that pay per view channel as well? It wasn't on remember. Sky. It wasn't on mainstream Sky. It was that pay per view Prem Plus channel that used to have. I, I I actually didn't watch it. I my my memory is sitting by the radio in our front room listening to it. Was, like yeah. Me and my dad were both, was, yeah, we're both sitting by the radio listening to it, yeah. I was at the game, but I just remembered watching the highlights back that it's uh, on this weird yep. channel. Unreal. Then, so then his strike partner from a different era, and this, I've got to say, of all my bankers, this guy is the number one locking banker. Yeah, I know he's there is no There is no chance that you two will not include this person. Because if you do, you're not my friends anymore, pretty much. I remember I see Gully's panicking here. Look at the when we'd, face. when we'd signed him, he'd been scoring a few goals. And I remember there was a little bit of excitement actually about getting him. Because, you know, it was someone who was already in form. Yeah. It is the muscle to go with the magic. Oh, what a like. What a line. That is a brilliant line. Yeah. 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 Sylvani Bankspike. Yeah. yeah. I don't really need to it, talk about memories, to be honest. How, you know, how many I, is there? We all loved it. We all loved him. To be fair, he was great. He's the ultimate. He's the ultimate core hero for uh, me. That goal, yeah. obviously, that goal against that goal against Charlton. Was, you know, well, against which Charlton which which one? Because you've obviously got the one where he makes makes him and the uh, byline slots in. But the other one was great as well. The first one was underrated, just because he got blown out the water by the second. I think yeah, yeah. that was a really good finish. A really good finish. But come on though, abracadabra. Muscle yeah. to go with the magic. <laughs> you can't I mean, beat that. I, I'd say I'd probably get an annual fix of that goal. Yeah. I yeah, have, to, I have yeah. to watch it regularly with that commentary yeah. as well. The commentary it's, it, is, is it part always, of it. It always comes up on social media, probably on this day um, back in 2000. Hopefully for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what a goal. What a, what a player. I, I can see that partnership working, to be fair. I think, I think it's got like. Yeah, oh, oh, thanks, it really thanks, yeah. No, I, I agree. That's a great partnership. Yeah. But Adam. Do you have better? Yeah, well, I think I do, but it's a completely different partnership. Um, obviously, I've gone Ebanks Flake. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he was uh, he was number one, and then Olafiniana was number two on my, on my team. What? Um, but yeah, Ebanks Flake all day long. But 
I've gone for a, a different style partnership, um, but yeah, mine is is more pace and skill and ability. And I've gone for Dean Sturridge. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I've gone for Dean Sturridge. Um, and I absolutely love Dean Sturridge. I remember um, I would play football in my nan's garden um, against the shed. Um, and I would pretend to be Dean Sturridge when I was, when I was scoring goals. And that's a memory that I've got now. And I can't not put him in my team just just on that alone because he he just made me he was lethal he was lethal to be fair some of his some of his goals were, yeah. were great like I, don't, I love a bit of nostalgia mate I can, I can i can feel a passion fc sneaking into you there yeah no yeah. storage was a good player you're being honest it's just and good I think, it's just good well, that I has think, no heart i think to, to go with that passion and nostalgia i think he would actually be a great partner for ebanks black i think the two of them would would be unstoppable there's some similarities between the pair but i just i love watching Steno. that season that we almost made it and, and got picked at the post what a player he was what a player. yeah he was another one that got, he, he didn't feature did he um because he did he, he had another injury didn't he um he didn't play much in the premier league no not at all. Yeah, which is unfortunate. We've been unlo- we've been really unlucky with um. But if you go that, back, if you go back to that season that we actually got promoted, we had four strikers who were all playing really well. We had Miller, George, and Dar had that spell where he was just on oh, fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to put George in my team, but I just scored. in the cup. And Nathan Blake as well. He's scoring goals. And, yeah, Nathan yeah. Blake. Yeah, Nathan Blake, Sturridge, George, and Dar. They they were all at one point on my team sheet and propped up by Adam Proudlock, who. Uh, who leads the line for me? That's another. You know uh, what? I used to like Adam Proudlock just because we share the same name. And I, used to, <laughs> I, used to, I used to like him just on that patch. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I like I like what you both got to offer there, but I have gone down a slightly different route. I'm going to be honest. Um, Here he goes. He's gone for the the technical. Well, um, how for, many how many shots on target they've had in their career? And well, I've got a front three, uh, and and with the front three, I don't think you can pay three central strikers can you for a start. A um, oh. couple of couple have already been mentioned. So uh, Michael Kitely, I've got as a, as the wide right forward. Tim, you don't you don't it's seem uh, to agree with that one. I was disappointed to hear you say Michael Kitely. So for goodies to just confirm it as really as really uh, plenty, as plenty really of goals, plenty of goals off. Yeah, that goals, assists, and, and he had passion. And to be honest, Tim, for Passion FC, Kitely had tons of passion. He, he would be right up for it. Look, mate, we don't backstab in Passion FC. <laughs> I've got I've got I managed to, to squeeze Bakri Sako in as the, the left side player as well nice um, so yeah pretty safe yeah there. so but this one so you've, class, you've classed them as strikers though see I've got both of them in my team as, as midfielders so I've actually well, got I'm front, not, front four then I'm not asking Bakri Sako to track back like it's just this is it's what's the point in that but this is going to cause the consternation I think within, within the group uh you haven't gone for the Banks Blake. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I've gone for Stephen Fletcher. No, Cancel you haven't. It. Cancel it. Let's, let's just end the Cancel podcast. Cancel the podcast. Here, <laughs> Sorry for wasting everyone's time. Cancel but, the I podcast. Mean... Cancel the friendship. What a striker. What a striker. Had Are you serious? Player. Your favourite ever Wolves player of your lifetime? Best striker. As in your, your favourite striker? Free throws and best striker we've had. Don't care about that. Don't care. I'm not, I'm not bothered about people doing this. Come on. Matt Jarvis left the club the same summer. You don't get the same feet. Could he's gone for Backstabber FC? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have Michael Mackey next week. Hey, you know what? Could he's mate? gone for... They'd You've gone for the clickbait there. They've wiped the floor with yours. That's all I'm going to say. Are you joking? Are you actually joking, man? You've gone for Stephen Fletcher? Uh, uh, yeah, look. Over Ebanks Blake? I don't mind well, a bit of that. he's got Jamie O'Hara on the bench. 
I don't mind a bit of outrage. Yeah. outrage. Um, but you know, it's 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 all it's all there for a nice, healthy debate. Um, let's not fall out of this boys. We've got a few more podcasts to record, I think. We'll yeah, we'll leave it at that. There's plenty of opinions I think to share around this one. And um, as we move forward into the better podcast, feel free to interact and, and share your own opinions with us. But I think we can all agree that we're in this room. 